Welcome back to the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road. Well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days. This time around, reaching out to Joel Sheree, Director, Merrill Lynch, Wealth Management Market Executive, Merrill Lynch, Farmington Hills, Michigan. Joel, welcome to the Michigan Business Beat. Hey, thanks for having me. Tremendous. And well, the topic that we wanted to catch up with you about is being financially prepared for a disaster. It's tying in with National Preparedness Month. So starting it off, Joel, when disaster-proofing your finances, what are the first things that you should do? So that's a topic that comes up more often than you think. When you think about disaster-proofing your finances, you want to think about being prepared for what life throws at you. Some of the things you're going to be able to handle on your own, other things you're going to need help of insurance or other products to help fill that gap. So one of the best places to start is know what you have, know where you are, know what you have set aside for unintended liability. Could be a car breaks down, a tree falls on your house. Know what you have in that place. What protection do you have for something greater? If your house were to catch on fire, a hurricane comes through, floods the place and everything is ruined. What do you have in place for that kind of stuff? So how you do that? Well, know what's in your emergency fund. Know what you have set aside for liquidity. Know what you have for insurance coverage. Really read your insurance coverage. Know if you are covered for a flood, covered for fire, covered for wind damage, acts of God. You need to know where you stand and that's the best place to start. All right. And how should you protect important documents? Important documents are a fun one. If you were to talk to my parents, right? They would tell you to put it in the freezer or put it under a mattress. But today's day and age, we have so much technology that can help you protect your valuables. I firmly believe everything should be in an electronic format, right? If you have something saved to a cloud, a flood, an earthquake, a fire, theft, none of those things will stop your documents. None of those things will destroy your documents. So get your things digital, put them in a secure place digitally. There are several apps that you can use. You know, your cloud often has a vault within your cloud, whatever cloud software you use. Find a place online, store it. Don't use your email. Don't put it in a folder on your computer called passwords or secure documents. Those are not a good idea. But digitize everything. Put them in a secure, encrypted place in the cloud. When you do that, not fire, theft, floods, anything can get in the way of that. Fair enough. And then, well, next step up. How should people plan in terms of their insurance? Insurance is an important one, right? You got to insure for all the things that you couldn't fix on your own, that you couldn't handle. If your house goes down and you don't have enough to buy another house, you need to insure it. If your car is going to explode and you don't have enough to buy another car, you need to insure it. So first off, you want to look at things like life insurance. What happens if you're gone? Is your family taken care of? Your property insurance, your vehicle, your home things of important value. If something happens to those, how do you replace them? Do you have the right coverage to replace them? Even on your portfolio, your savings, your investments, there are different types of insurance products to protect you if there's a really bad downturn or if there's a pullback. You want to explore all of those things to ensure that you have the right amount of coverage. So again, think big picture. Think your health, your life. How is your family going to handle that? Think your biggest purchases like your home, your vehicle. How are you going to handle that? Those are the things you should really think about insuring. All right. And with preparedness months in mind, uh, how much cash should you have on hand? <laughs> that's always a tough one. And that's going to be different for everybody. 
there's a rule of thumbs and rule of thumbs are certainly don't work for everyone, but some people would say six months income or one year's worth of income or one year worth of expenses, six months worth of expenses. That number can feel daunting to a lot of people, right? But I think you got to have enough to get you through these jams, get you through these tough times. So that number could be different for everyone. It could be 10,000 for some people. It could be 100,000 for others. It could be 5,000. But I want you to think about, pay close attention to how much money do you need to get through these certain jams? If you have insurance with a really low deductible, you might need less money. If you want to self-insure, you might need a lot more. If you have access, you might not need as much. When I say access, perhaps you have a home with equity. You have a line of credit. A line of credit doesn't mean you use that money and spend it, but it means if there's an emergency, you have access to liquidity. What I always tell people is, when do you want the insurance or when do you want the line of credit? When it's beautiful out. I hear someone say, when do you fix the hole in your roof? When it's sunny and 85 degrees, not when it's pouring rain. So have these things in place now, because I could promise you when you need that money, when there's the emergency and you go to the bank and say, I want to open line of credit, they'll say no, like there's too much risk. However, when things are good and things are working well, open up that line of credit, have that liquidity available so you can tap into it if you need it. So I wish I could give you a straightforward answer on how much cash you should have on hand. The Mm -hmm. right answer is really enough to get through your needs. If you have access to liquidity, it's less cash. If you don't have access to liquidity, you want to save up more. Fair enough. And with all of those in mind and uh, our business community across the state of Michigan, how should they go about getting their families involved and prepared for financial emergencies? What's important here are, are people know who to talk to and where to go. So what I think is important to do is you want to get together, list all the people that are important, all the people that would need to be notified if something were to happen or if there were an emergency. So think about your financial advisor, your insurance broker, your banker, perhaps your doctor, maybe list where you have accounts or where your information is stored. I wouldn't list things like usernames and passwords. They don't need that kind of information. But if something were to happen, your family or the people close to you should know who to contact. So create that list, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet, you write it down, create that list, keep it someplace safe, but let the people that are important to you know where that document is and know how to find it. Well, Joel, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. It was really my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Excellent. And once again, we've been speaking with Joel Cherie, Director, Merrill Lynch, Wealth Management Market Executive, Merrill Lynch out of Farmington Hills, Michigan. And we've been discussing being financially prepared for a disaster, tying in with the National Preparedness Month. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network.